Welcome to the Christine Spray Show, bringing you insights and stories from successful CEOs to help grow your business and increase your revenue. The Christine Spray Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now, here's your host, Christine Spray. Today on the Christine Spray Show, we are speaking with the founder and CEO, Jesse McMahon of M7 Services. He's the founder and business owner and leader of this extraordinary company who accidentally became a success overnight and has continued to grow um, throughout the U.S. and beyond. This is a great episode and very useful for anybody in the hospitality industry or anybody in the technology industry because whereas many companies serve lots of different customers, um, Jesse and his firm, M7 Services, only serves the hospitality industry specifically. It was founded and built literally with their first client, their second client, and and only their clients in the hospitality industry alone. They provide services, support, and security to the hospitality industry um, abroad and across the nationwide. Um, We dive into some of the reasons that um, Jesse believes he became successful without a college education and working his way up in, in the technology business for over 20 years, how he was asked to help out in a hotel one time that led to him actually starting his business Uh, from one employee to two employees to three employees and more. And now he has over 100 100 employees and um, and certainly multiple clients. I'll let him share that with you. Um, And where he talks about how this company was built and what really makes them unique and what really makes him unique as a CEO. Uh, Accidental, of course, by nature, he says. So please join us. You'll enjoy this. Have your pen handy. You'll have some great takeaways. Meet the most humble guy and business leader ever and somebody that's wildly successful. Jesse, thanks for being a guest on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Christine. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Let's start off with sharing your background, uh, where you grew up, and a little bit about your education and training. Well, I... um I'm a native Houstonian, born and raised here in the Houston area. I uh, grew up uh, most of my life on the on the north side of Houston uh, in the Humble area. Um, I went to high school here and um, actually uh, didn't go to college. Uh, so that my um, formal education stopped at that point. Um, I did, however, get um, a number of um, certifications, you know, um, Cisco, Microsoft, you know, some of the other um, major, you know, players in the technology world got certifications through them uh, and, you know, just went to work and um, was working in a um, in the oil and gas industry, obviously in the IT sector. Uh, and um, that's where um, I was when I uh, got the opportunity to uh, launch out and do my uh, my own thing and creating them seven services. Wow. So how many different titles or roles did you have in IT? How many years were you in that business before you started your business? So um, I probably had um, pretty close to 20 years um, in the IT industry, the vast majority of it being in uh, in oil and gas, um, 
part, you know, here in Houston, that's uh, one of the major uh, industries here. And so I found myself, uh, I started out um, working uh, on in a call center, uh, taking phone calls and helping people, um, you know, reset passwords and things like that, and quickly um, moved on to actual, you know, corporate IT support. And from there went on and uh, managed uh, some some corporate IT support teams. Uh, got more into the server networking routing aspect, and um, you know had for a number of years served as a network engineer, and um, just had a lot of uh, just starting on the at the bottom, uh, you know in in the IT world, and um, had just moved up through the years and gained knowledge and experience and. Um, which, you know, helped me establish, um, you know, the, the business that, that I have today, uh, helping people in, in that technology space. Interesting. And what was the, um, I'm not familiar with the titles per se, but what was the um, highest title? Because, you know, you started out basically at the bottom and grew way up in that 20 years. What was the last title or last title or two that you had in that, in that business before you started your business? I'm a network engineer, and engineer. Uh, basically, basically that's kind of where you are um, starting from scratch, and you know you design and architect the uh, the layout of the network, and you know how many um, switches and how many you know devices are going to be you know operating, and you know just specking out you know the equipment that would go into. Uh, to a particular uh, installation and uh, and then of course the ongoing support of, of those devices and equipment interesting interesting and so uh, what led you to start your own business you said that that's how you got into the business but ha- what what happened uh, for you to leave there obviously you you were doing well company obviously keep kept you and you were doing a lot for them tell us how you actually so, started your business or how you know how that happened yeah, it's um, it's really a uh, ironic uh, case of you know the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have um, I have a relatively large family. Um, my my wife and I have uh, four beautiful children, and uh, my um, my father had passed away a, a number of years before, and my mom also um, lived with us, and so. We had a pretty large family and, you know, for you to be able to do things like uh, go to Disneyland or, you know, take vacation, um, I always found myself moonlighting, doing a little stuff on the side. And um, and that's exactly how uh, this opportunity presented itself. I had someone reach out to me and uh, that was doing some, uh, you know, temporary work at, at a hotel here in the Houston area. And they said, "Hey, um, we're 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 desperate over here. They're you know they have a company that provides IT support. They haven't been real responsive. Uh, would you be willing to help out and you know with a couple of um, you know emergency type issues?" And so I said, "Absolutely," and reached out to the contact person at the hotel and introduced myself and uh, told them that I'd be available to come by. And they said, "Well, can you come now?" Um, I was actually, I was actually, uh, on my lunch break at at my job when I called. And, uh, so I said, well, I I can be there by four 30 today. And, uh, so I left the office and, uh, drove straight over there and, you know, helped them fix a couple of issues real quick. And, uh, they 
offered me a job. And I said, well, I, I, I've got a, a good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. And he said, well, would you be helping us, <laughs> interested in helping us uh, nights and weekends? And I said, sure. Uh, I had never, you know, stepped foot behind the scenes uh, at a hotel before, had never uh, seen the uh, infrastructure that, you know, that a hotel utilizes. So it was all, it was a brand new world for me. And I think that, um, you know, my work ethic, and I, I have to say that I, 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 I'm a true geek in the sense that, you know, I, I love exploring and learning new things. And so I just jumped right in there and, um, you know, just took a lot of pride in what I was doing. And, you know, they were just very, um, you know, complimentary of the fact like, man, we, you know, we haven't gotten this kind of response or this kind of um, assistance, you know, period. So um, they basically, you know, signed in uh, a support agreement with me. And I would every day after I got off of work, I would go straight to that hotel. And I would spend several hours just learning and, and mapping out the network and, you know, just understanding all the different things that um, that are going on in the hotel. And it, it can be, you know, pretty complex with all the different connections back to their parent brand, you know, connections out to the online reservation systems and guest Internet and back office Internet. And and so there was a lot of um you know, unique situations that are going on in hotels, but um, because it was kind of, I had my own beta testing facility, basically. Uh, I just got in there and, you know, learned everything I could about it. And, um, and it just, you know, this management company that supported this hotel, you know, they had contacts and they had needs that slowly began to pop up at other hotels, you know, and so I found myself um, just taking on support for, you know, this hotel and, you know, then, then another hotel and, uh, you know, three turned into four or five. And I realized that, you know, I couldn't continue to do this by myself part time. I had a job and uh, that I was, you know, obligated to. And so you know, I'd start getting emails, personal emails from my, you know, temporary, you know, clients um, that were during the day. So I went out and I found a, a, a gentleman um, that I hired to answer phones and, uh, uh, you know, respond to emails throughout the day. And <sighs> the, the business was began to grow and we began to take on other hotels. And before long, you know, we were at uh, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 hotels. And I found myself um, leasing an office space that I had four employees going to, uh, and I was still going to my job every day. So I was, uh, you know, I'd get up in the morning, drive straight to my, uh, my side business office, check in with the guys and make sure everybody was okay. And then I'd drive to work work all day long, come, come back to the, uh, to the M7 office, make sure everything was handled, address anything that was, uh, you know, maybe outstanding or needed, you know, my um, eyes on or something like that and do it all over again every day. So uh, that was, that was, uh, um, it was very taxing. Uh, we were, I was traveling a lot because although, you know, the first hotel was in, uh, in the Houston area, the second hotel was in um, Southern California. The third hotel was in Las Vegas. Um, the, then I began to get two or three at a time, and they were just 
all over the country. So anything that we needed to do, uh, we, it, it was a flight somewhere. And so I found myself every weekend and a lot of times, uh, you know, in uh, even sometimes overnight, flying out in the evening, taking care of something through the night and flying home uh, in the wee hours of the morning on a red eye just to get back and go to work uh, the next morning at my eight to five job. So um, <laughs> it, it was it was in, it was insane. And uh, I had one of my clients reach out to me and say that they had a large group of hotels that they wanted uh, M7 to begin to support. And I was very clear, you know, that I had, uh, you know, a full time job. And this was something that we focused on the side. So it wasn't something I was, you know, trying to avoid uh, bringing up. And so my client knew this and he called me and he said, "Uh, Jesse, I've got a large group of hotels um, that I want to create, you know, IT standardization in and I want M7 to support them. And he said, but I know that you have um, obligations outside of, uh, of M7. And um, he said, so I'm telling you that uh, if you'll make this and us a priority, um, that I, I will, I'll give you the business. And so um, I started the business in uh, the latter part of um, 2014. And so I turned in my, uh, my notice and my last day on my job was September the 11th, 2015. Yeah. And so a little less than, so for almost a year, um, I uh, was, was, you know, doing, trying to do both. And uh, wow. so I stepped out and uh, here we are, you know, several years later and we support, um, you know, close to 2000 hotels across North America, um, Hawaii, Canada, Mexico, and the Caribbean. So, uh, so it's been an exciting ride. Wow. Well, and I only know about the last few years that I've had the opportunity to work with you as a client. Uh, so thank you for that that, ad- that ride and that adventure. Um, every time I talk to you, it, it just keeps getting bigger and better, which who, who, who thought? But uh, so you did that, just to clarify, you did that um, side job, so to speak, evenings and weekends, so to speak, to just be able to go to Disneyland with your family and, and make some extra income, and which ended up lo and behold, blowing up into its own full-blown business, which, you know, the gentleman calling you, you know, trusted you and obviously liked your work to say, hey, you know, really can, you you really should do this for us and, you know, make sure this is worth your value, right? Um, Right. When did you actually start the name and and the business, you know, entity, so to speak, as M7? Well, um, we had basically, um, my my parents had, owned a, a rental property. And, um, we were, uh, when, when my dad passed away, my, um, you know, they left that to myself. And so we were, we were just setting up a a little, uh, DBA so that we could, um, you know, have a business associated and this was going to be, you know, for a rental property. And, so it wasn't just, you know, um, personal income, but it was, you know, going to be a, a side business that we had. So uh, the M, obviously, you know, my last name is McMahon. Uh, the M is for my last name. And then the seven was for me, my wife, the four kids and my mom. Um, it, interestingly enough, we um, spent some time in um, Sydney, Australia, and the main highway close to where we live uh, was called Motorway 7. So instead of, you know, I-10 here, 
in the Houston area, they refer to those motorways as the M7 or the M5. And we lived right off of the M7. And so oh. it, was a, a, it was a unique um, uh, play on our, our name, our family, and uh, some of those things. So uh, that that I actually um, got that DBA uh, back in 2012, a couple of years before, um, you know, the business opportunity presented itself. And so I um, very early on, uh, you know, I was... Um, I, I didn't know anything. I, I was a, a, a really good uh, tech guy, but uh, was not really a business savvy kind of guy. And um, early on, um, I found myself, I went went out and got, um, you know, one of those answering services that would say, you know, for, for sales, press one, for tech support, press <laughs> two, for accounting, press three. And, you know, it didn't matter what number you press, it all forwarded to my cell phone. So we created that for, <laughs> We created that perception that ah, M M seven is is uh, is quite the company. So, um, but but it was it was fun and it was exciting and there was so much you know explosive growth that was going on and uh, to be honest has continued to go and happen you know ever since uh, starting the business and it's just been phenomenal um, you know and and I found that you know what has made us so successful is, you know, just simple, the, the responsiveness and, and in this industry and in this niche of a market where we support only hospitality clients, hotels, resorts, uh, casinos, um, that sort of thing. Um, there just wasn't, um, you know, a good solid, truly, you know, customer service centric group out there that was responsive, that just followed up, that listened to people's needs. And I think just getting in there and, and applying the, um, the IT, you know, knowledge that, you know, I had, you know, developed over, you know, the course of my career, it was just something that, you know, was new and fresh to uh, a lot of these hotels because they're, they're customer short service oriented all day, every day. They're, they're pleasant to their guests. They're, they're kind, they're welcoming, they're, all of these things, but when they found that we were a, you know, a support company and a vendor that basically had the same mindset that they had about the customer, you know, first and all of those types of things, it just really uh, opened up a door uh, for us to, you know, launch the business and, you know, and, and see all of the amazing things that we've seen. And, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, put one little plug that, you know, we've seen all of this happen and we've yet to hire our first salesperson. Um, we, we don't have any, we don't have a sales department. Uh, it's, you know, a hundred percent of our clients have been, uh, referrals or just organic growth of people reaching out to us. And so far, all of our business that we have has been business that has come and approached M7 to see if we could help them in, in their properties. Wow. And just to be clear to, uh, to the um, average listener, uh, most of us are, are probably thinking, you know, the Wi-Fi that we plug into or, or connect to in a hotel room. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the entire behind the scenes, as you mentioned, from, you know, corporate to, to the hotel, to, 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 the, to the reservations, et cetera, all the behind the scenes of IT that works and runs that operations, right? That is correct. That is correct. We, uh, the, to simplify what M7 does, a lot of times I just use the, 
um, the terms we we address and service and maintain everything that faces the employee, and um, we uh, we work with a lot of the companies, but we don't provide the actual equipment or do the installs or provide the service. But for all the the guests facing those are those, that's another group of of companies out there that we do work closely with, and you know sometimes we do have to work together to get re- resolution on some issues. But uh, for the most part, we handle everything facing the employee, and um, you know nothing that faces the guest. Right, right. Well, it's a nice segue for me to ask you the next question um, about your biggest challenges. And I know you um, echo some of the same comments that I say frequently. God doesn't give us anything we can't handle. And you you continue to handle some of the biggest things that come your way. Um, Why don't you tell us, so in 2015, it was officially you were were running this business and out of, of, you know, being an employee at the other business. Um, So since then, tell us some of your biggest challenges that you've experienced. Well, you know, I think the one of the biggest things has just simply been the lack of business management and training in that regard. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that, you know, God doesn't put more on us than we can bear. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's kind of like sometimes I get to the point where I'm so frustrated, ready to pull my hair out. But, you know, I have to sometimes just stop and think, you know, that, Hey, uh, this, you know, this opportunity was given to me, even though, you know, I, I don't have that information. I don't have that knowledge or, you know, everything that I've gotten, I've, 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 it's been on the job training. Um, through the years, I've had people ask me, you know, for, you know, tips and, you know, and all this, you know, like, how do you do this? Or, man, I've, I've seen what your business has done. Tell me how, how to do it. And I, I often, you know, tell a quick little story that like, I respond in such a way that, hey, if you're driving down a country road and you see, you know, fence, you know, on the side of the road, and you pass one of those fence posts and there's a turtle up there. Uh, nobody is going to say, man, I wonder how that turtle crawled up there. You know, the question is going to be who put that turtle up there? And uh, <laughs> so I often feel like the turtle on a fence post. I, don't ask me how I got up here. I just found I, I just found myself here and I'm I'm enjoying the view. So um, it, it's been but I would say that just simply, you know, being a, an IT guy and, you know, and as you know, and pretty much anybody listening, um, you know, IT guys have a tendency to be, you know, awkward and weird. And I can say that because I am one. And, um, you know, so I, I don't I don't have that sales or, you know, type of, you know, persona. And so a lot of things that others would find you know, just, you know, routine were always challenges for me and extremely intimidating. But I have to say that, you know, um, just realizing that, you know what, I, I've been given an opportunity and I've, I found myself in a place that not everybody finds themselves in. And I, I've just r- really dug in and, and tried to glean everything I can from the people around me. Um, I, in the early days of M7, you know, we, we had, we've had a lot of insane growth through the years and I found things like speaking of challenges, you know, just, I found myself frustrated because I, you know, our payroll dollars were, you know, just simply, you know, skyrocketing and we were hiring so much because there were so many things that I 
um, had never managed or overseen or were new experiences for me. So I found myself having to hire people that were experienced in in that that area or had that talent or had that knowledge and information. And, um, you know, and and I I felt like, man, this is not going to be sustainable if I'm having to hire these people uh, to do this. So there was a lot of frustration. But as we've continued to grow and as we've seen the success of our model um, going forward, now I look back at that and I say, man, what what an absolute incredible accident, because having all of those people in place now and from me going from a, you know, a one man band to now we have, you know, uh, almost 100 employees having those people in place has helped us and given us the ability to scale um, with the business and the new clients and the new properties that we take over. And so what was a a real challenge early on has turned out to be um, more or less a blessing in disguise. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. It it has been amazing to watch you uh, grow and watch your business grow. And uh, you have also um, attracted and retained some great talent. I know that's helped you along the way. Tell us um, what are some of of the other hidden opportunities or some of your proudest achievements? I know you're a humble person, but um, share some of those with us. You you know, I I think some of the the hidden opportunities, um, you know, are they're always in the, you know, in the, in the biggest obstacles, you know, that's where, you know, we see ourselves learn and grow so much. Um, I, I couldn't, I could, I could spend the rest of the day telling you about some of the, you know, crazy situations that I found myself in and, and, you know, didn't know how to handle or didn't know what to do, but just, you know, sometimes when the pressure is on and you realize, look, I've got to, I've got to figure this out. I've got to figure out how to address this. I've got to figure out how to handle this is where I've, when I've really just, you know, put everything aside and just, you know, focus on these things. I've found not only that, Hey, we, we can, you know, create a solution for something that seemed insurmountable, but I have learned so much, um, as, personally. Uh, through each of those challenges, because every challenge presents our, our, you know, us with an opportunity to either learn from it, to grow from it, uh, how to avoid it in the future. And so I, I think that every one of these challenges has helped me uh, learn and grow and become, um, you know, more and more every day, uh, a CEO that, um, you know, that everybody's not going to be embarrassed by. <laughs> So, you know, (laughs) it's funny. I I find myself all the time, not say all the time, on on a regular basis, you know, sitting at my computer and coming back from a meeting and feel like all I have done today has been on conference calls, Zoom calls, you know, in meetings. I I haven't done any real work. And I sit (laughs) down and, you know, I open up Google and say, what is my job as a CEO? (laughs) Just to make sure... (laughs) Just to make sure I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So well, and and like we've talked about before, you're you're still in the making, right? We're, we're always learning yeah. every day, and uh, you, you definitely are not in the weeds anymore uh, because you've built a great team to help you. But you're also in the weeds if your clients need you. You're so humble that you're right. you're always there and available. But you have you have uh, certainly learned and grown into a great CEO for sure. Um, go ahead. You- 
I was just going to say in the um, in the early days, I I, I don't I, I never wanted to call myself a, a CEO because I was um, I was like, well, man, you know, how, I, I I've got like five employees, I've got like six employees, you know, a, a CEO. I mean, what, what, I'm not, you know, that that doesn't really you know describe who I am. But as we grew and I began to understand and realize that, you know, that our clients, um, you know, were, were looking for, you know, that uh, established and, you know, mature, you know, organization that, you know, some of those things were just natural progressions. But for for many years, I, I, I traveled um, with um, two sets of business cards and uh, one was, you know, Jesse McMahon, senior network engineer. Uh, and the other one was Jesse McMahon, chief executive officer. And because I, I, I would I would be the one because I would go to so many of our properties early on and actually do the work. And, um, it, you know, and I felt like, well, they don't want the CEO here working. They want somebody that, you know, knows what they're doing. <laughs> and uh, so many times people I've gotten so many emails through the years, um, you know, from from guys that I, that work for me here that from clients that I would go visit, they would uh, email their point of contact and they, they would say, Hey, just want to let you know that I, we, we really appreciate you sending um, your tech Jesse out. He did an outstanding job. So it passed this on to his supervisor because uh, he, he, you know, it was, he, he did a great job. So it's always awesome to, you know, to get kudos from somebody that uh, doesn't realize that, uh, you actually own the company. So that's so funny. I love that. I love that story. So you alluded to the, to my next question. Um, you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I wonder if you could, um, elaborate, um, what makes your company unique? I, I would have to say, um, that it truly is our customer service, the level of customer service. And I, I know a lot of people say that, um, you know, that they're, they're really big on, you know, customer service, but I, I think that we take it to a whole new level. And so we just, you know, and, and it's attributed to our team and I'm very, you know, personally, um, customer service minded. Um, but as our team has grown, they too have adopted that, that mentality and, it just has been so amazing to watch how, you know, a company really does uh, take on a lot of the personality traits of, you know, its leaders and the, the leadership team that I have around me is, is just as customer service focused or more even than, than I am. And it's, and that has just begun to be, you know, just, inherited by every single one of our employees and to where it's just second nature. It's the, it's the basis and the foundation of everything we do. It's customer first. You know, they are, our clients know that regardless of what it happens or, you know, has happened that M7 is, is, is going to take care of it. We're going to make it right. If it's a mistake we made, we're going to take care of it. If it's something, you know, you found yourself in a, you know, in a crisis uh, outage, we're, we're going to go the extra mile to make sure that we get your, you know, your systems back up and whatever we got to do. So, so that's a, it's a, 
really when we you were asking me earlier about you know some of the you know proudest achievements and um one of the things that i had thought to mention during that was um the very first competitive rfp that we did uh request for proposal to compete against other you know companies like us to to get uh, a new piece of business at this point that RP was one of the, it was the largest, you know, group that we had, you know, done any work with uh, up until that point. And I knew we were competing against companies that were nationwide, companies that had hundreds of employees that had been in business for, you know, decades. And then you had M7 and um, that we had only been around a few years and uh, didn't have a lot of the other things to compete with. And I found myself having to get creative um, you know, to, to be competitive. And one of the things that we did was in the middle of the RFP, you know, we were going back and forth, advancing through the rounds. And, um, you know, the question came up about, um, well, what if somebody calls into the hotel, I mean, from the hotel uh, to the M7 support line and the issue cannot be resolved over the phone? And I, without consulting any of my team or <laughs> really giving any real thought to it, I said, well, if we can't fix it over the phone, then we will go to the hotel and fix it at no additional cost. There's no travel cost. There's no, you know, meals or mileage. Or we'll take care of it. We're going to fix it at no additional cost if we can't fix it over the wow. phone. And that one, that one, you know, offering was one of the key reasons we won that significant piece of business. And, you know, I was talking to some of the people that were involved in the RFP from, you know, competing companies uh, later, they were just like, you were, you were crazy. You were insane for, for making that, uh, you know, that offer that you're going to, you're going to lose money. And, but what we found is that, you know, the, the need to do that was so few and far between that, the expenses really weren't there and we did not lose money because of it, but it set us apart and it kind of gave us a, uh, a, a name, uh, to begin with that, Hey, these guys, you know, they're, they're competent. They're going to, they can take care of it. They're going to fix it. They're going to do whatever is required to, to get it. So our, our customer service aspect of, of M7, I think is, is second to none. And I think that our clients quickly see that and have been able to, um, you know, appreciate that and we've we've been able to retain a you know overwhelming majority of of hotels that we support yeah jesse you you've obviously walked walked the talk and your your colleagues uh do do as well um it's funny if i put a competitor next to you which you really don't have any compared to what you do now i wonder who nobody else i i would like to look at them and say see if you can top that Because I know they can't. <laughs> well, I, we we like to we like to think that you know that we're we're special in that regard, and uh, it, it just it, it's very humbling. It really is to see you know the 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 way that people have received you know what what we what we do and and you know our business. So it, it's it's been pretty amazing. Uh, I have another question. Do you do everything in house, or do you guys outsource anything? Um, you know, we, there, I would just say there's probably a, a, a mixture, a little bit of both. Um, we, we do all of our support. Um, when somebody calls in, uh, for assistance, um, 
you know, every one of the people that that client is going to speak to is a an M7 employee. They're right here in our uh, Houston office, and um, and so yeah, the, all of that support aspect it's all uh, in house. We do have some other um, partnerships, but um, those are you know very um, very unique in what the those roles are. And so, um, but yeah, the overwhelming majority we do everything here in house. Okay. All right. And then um, talking about your journey to becoming CEO, um, what do you do for professional development to continue to learn and grow uh, as a manager, as a leader um, and strategically? Well, I, I am, um, I'm always reading, always, uh, you know, trying to, you know, find uh, information about, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, how they've been able to do things to, to increase improve their um, quality of life and work and leadership. And so I do a lot of that personally. I also am a member of Vistage and, um, you know, peer groups that uh, other CEOs that able to uh, sit down and, you know, share some, you know, challenges and struggles um, and get some amazing feedback. I I feel that, um, you know, I've been in Vistage, I guess, going on about three years now, um, something like that. And I, I just can't, I just can't tell you how impactful having the, the sounding board of my Vistage group, uh, when those issues come up that I, I need some input on, but I would even say that even more so than just being able to, um, share my struggles and challenges being able to sit back and listen to other leaders that have proven, you know, uh, track records of success, being able to to sit back and hear when they bring things to the table that also need to be addressed and, you know, being able to learn from what they're going through and their challenges. And so many times, uh, you know, when something comes up here at the office, I mean, it's just second nature. The first, you know, question that pops in my head is, how how would I present this to my Vistage group and what do I already know they would tell me to do? And so uh, it, it's been an amazing um, con- contribution to helping me uh, kind of turn the corner to, to go from, you know, technical guy to CEO for sure. Interesting. Thanks for sharing that because I know there's many other business leaders and owners that, that listen to this podcast, so they'll get benef- uh, benefit from what you've done to, to grow as well. What do you wish you would have known when you started out that if you knew you were going to be a business owner and a CEO, um, what, what do you wish you had known beforehand? Oh, man, uh, that's I, I, I wish I would have known. Um, you know, that's actually a, a, I think if I would have known more about the risk, if I would have known more about the challenges, if I'd have known more about, you know, the, the struggles that I probably wouldn't have done it. And <laughs> you know, I, it, it, so I, I really, I really believe that, um, you know, th- I, I just wish that I would have, you know, taken the time in my, in, in my earlier, you know, life to, to actually, you know, go to school to get some of the, the, the training, the, the information, the knowledge, you know, just about, you know, business and, and, and leadership and, um, those things, because 
it, it's it's always a challenge when you don't know what to do when you're presented with something you've got to resolve uh, but you don't know exactly what to do right you got to go out and research even what the issue is and how to fix it and uh, it, it's just just investing the time earlier you know in younger days uh, of, of, of just learning and getting that that, that business um, knowledge and, and, and education for sure right well like you said uh, uh, you might not have done it if you if you had known but at the same token uh, if it was easy everybody would do it. <laughs> That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if you For could sure. write a book, what would your book be about? You know, I, I, I feel like that um, if I was to write a book, it, it would definitely, you know, probably be uh, along the lines of either just kind of telling my my life story and, you know, um, you know, how, how a kid that that grew up in a trailer park in Greenspoint, you know, that didn't have um, you know, a lot to, to look back on and say, oh, I, you know, I can be successful in life because uh, there wasn't very many of those uh, in, in my life. Um, but just, you know, the ups and the downs and the crazy experiences that, that I've been through and, you know, the, the way that this business has, you know, uh, come about and, and, and the, the, the challenges, the, the rewards, the, you know, the, all the amazing things, just you know, all in an effort to let people know that it does not matter where you find yourself in life. It doesn't matter, you know, what hand, you know, life has dealt you. You can, you can achieve anything that you put your mind and passions to. I, I believe that with all my heart. Yeah, I do. I do, too. I remember early um, on when I was a young teenager, I saved a bunch of money to buy this cassette. It's on CD now uh, where there's a will, there's an A. And in that context, I've learned that where there's a will, there's a way. And so I, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Whatever you put your mind to, uh, you, you can't accomplish if you believe in yourself for sure. Right. Absolutely. So uh, just a couple more questions and I'll wrap up. I know you're busy and you need to get back to the business, too. What's the most rewarding part of running your business? Oh, I, without question, the most rewarding part is um, every day when, you know, I, I step off the elevator and, and walk through the office and, and just see all, you know, of our team members, you know, buzzing around and, and doing things and, and just letting it sink in that, you know, um, that M7 has been, you know, partly responsible for providing, you know, opportunities that, you know, for, for these individuals. I mean, we, we've got such an amazing group of people here and, um, and just, just seeing that, you know, wow, they're, they're here. They, they, they work for M7 and they're contributing all of their efforts and, you know, their livelihood is coming from here. It just, it's such an humbling feeling to, to look around and see all that's going on. And just to know that I, you know, have a, have a part of that. It just is, is awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in hiring for, for attitude and, you know, uh, and giving people an opportunity to learn. We have a large number of our, you know, M7 team um, that when they started at M7, it was their first real full-time job, uh, you know, but because mm-hmm. of their, personal drive and their desire to learn, you know, here they are, you know, successful. We've got, you know, we've got guys that, you know, came from, came to M7. One, you know, previously worked at Dairy Queen and, you know, a couple of guys, uh, 
worked at one of these um, drive-through car washes, you know, standing there waving people in. But the the kind of people that they were, you know, they just got in and 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 took advantage of an opportunity themselves to learn and grow and develop. And that that's just so extremely rewarding to look around and see these people, you know, advancing in their careers, you know, just because they were given an opportunity, they appreciated it, valued it, and, and they put everything into it. So that's, that's, that's probably one of the, the best parts about, you know, owning the business and getting to see, you know, the team grow and develop and it's just been amazing. Uh, it gives me goosebumps um, because it's it's what you provide for them is the same thing that your clients have uh, offered you, which is the opportunity for you to grow and to learn. And and uh, and you certainly walk the talk in that leadership world that you live in. And kudos to you for having the opportunities for all those people as well. Is there anything else that you would like to share that I didn't ask? No, I I, I don't think so. I just I just really appreciate you giving you know, me the opportunity to participate in the podcast. It's, it's been great. I always take uh, great pride and, you know, excitement to, to get to share, you know, a, a little bit about M7. And I just thank you very much for inviting me on today. Well, thank you too, Jesse. Uh, Jesse McMahon um, from M7 Services. Jesse, you truly walk the talk or one of the most humble leaders I know. So it's an honor to share your story and I appreciate your, your sharing your time uh, with us today as well. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you again soon, and keep up the great work. Thank you, Christine. And there we have it, another great episode on the Christine Spray Show. Don't forget to check out the show notes at christinespray.com. And you can find out more about how we can be a resource to you at strategiccatalystinc.com. All the best in your continued success until the next time we talk.